everyone. Welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got the men. I've got Sharpie and Steve. All right, go ahead, Sharpie. Howdy, Lisa. <laughs> Howdy, Sharpie. Hey, lucky, Lisa. lucky, lucky, Lisa. That's mm-hmm. right. She gets, she, she gets the the uh, the other side of Mouse Chat this evening. Yes. It's been forever since just the three of us recorded. It has. We gotta grit a Lauren the, more often. <laughs> Steve, Steve and I have recorded uh, a few with times. just the two of us more often than it's just just been three of us. Yeah, Lauren and I tend to be out at the same time frolicking together. Yep. Yeah, we're bad. I'm sorry. But I'm here now, and uh, I think we've got a fun topic. What we're going to do is we're going to essentially reminisce because... We're going to talk about Disney Cruise Line, and it's been a while since we've seen it operational, and it will be a while before we see it operational. So we're going to remind ourselves and kind of put ourselves in a mental happy place of all the things we love about DCL and why it is perhaps better than some cruise lines. Yeah, definitely advantages. Um so when you're looking at the price, just don't look at price uh, across the board as the deciding factor against the other no. cruise lines because there's definitely um, things that, that add up. And if you've only got a week or two weeks um, and your time's really important and that's all you have for vacation and you want to make the most of it, uh, Disney Cruise Line is definitely an awesome way to go. We've, we've been many, many times. We were just talking before the show. Sharpie just went. Uh, what November, December? Yeah, we cruised cruised in in uh November. Yeah, and uh, it's, I don't remember our last Disney cruise. It's been a little while. Uh, we did one last April. Yeah, too long. Yeah. <laughs> what did we do in February? Did we do anything? I don't remember. But yeah, so uh, that's right. I guess we did one. We had a break or something. I can't remember. I think we may have done one in February. So I remember Amber taking pictures on the uh, balcony there. So, yeah. Yeah, that was last April. But anyway. So, so yeah. But um, I'll let you guys, I'll let you start, Lisa. Figure out the well, top, kind of a top five-ish. And it's interesting how these points come to mind because they're not necessarily in in order. They're just, you think of an aspect of the ship and then you think, wow, yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. And then there's this, this is really cool. But the first one that I put down was the shows, the, um, the theater shows where you've got the live dancers, you've got the Disney stories going on and the singing and everything is just, it's in my opinion, some of the best shows the best productions on the seas. Yeah, they're like Broadway quality shows. Yeah, I agree. And I always feel like when I'm taking my kids there that they're seeing, you know, it's hard to get them to go to things and then you get to, they get to experience it there and they're very well done. It seems Top. like you're going to the theater. Yeah, and you're there with your kids and they enjoy it. Um, and the other thing I like about it now even more is the way Disney Cruise Line is set up if you haven't been before on a cruise, um, you have a dinner and then after the dinner, you have your showtime. 
Um, just depending on, I guess we usually have the early dinner, so we have the later show. And sometimes, depending on your dinner, I guess the show is before. All right. So if you're on the the main seating, the early dining, uh, which is usually about 5.15, 5.30, you go to dinner, and then you have your show after around 8.30. I, I don't even know. Um, but if you have the late dinner, then you would go to the show first. And yeah. You would see that and then go to dinner. So I like that because you just go. On the bigger cruise ships um, that aren't Disney, you have to reserve before you even get on the ship what shows you want to see. What day and what, when. What day and what time. Um, and then you have to get there and get scanned and go find a seat. So this, you know, and then if you, if you didn't get a show or whatever, you have to go standby or you might not get in at all. Um, and so this, you, you always have a show time and you just go. You're not planning months in advance and trying to book your, your shows way in advance and hoping that you get access to them. Disney builds their ships to accommodate everyone for all main attraction events. Yeah. So with the three separate dining rooms, uh, everyone, everyone gets a seat at dinner, no waiting. Uh, you have an assigned seat every, every night in each dining room. Uh, so if you've never been on a Disney cruise, Disney cruise kind of pioneered the industry with their rotational dining. Uh, you change restaurants every night of your cruise. Uh, your wait staff goes with you. Uh, so by the second or third night, uh, your, your wait staff knows exactly what you want to drink. It's there on the table waiting for you. Uh, they know your, your preferences with how you order and any dietary restrictions that you may have. Uh, they, they, they treat you like royalty. They really do. Yeah. Which is, which is really nice that they go with you and you're going around and you're not some other cruise lines. You have the flexibility of eating when you want and where you want, but you know, well, you still have the flexibility. If you want to go to the buffet or go yes. to Apollo. Yeah, you, you still have that. that. But I guess on the other cruise lines, you have to, it's the same thing as shows. You're booking dining in advance. It's, you don't have the same staff that goes with you. So you have to tell them every night what. Yeah. So they kind of take the guesswork out of it. Yeah. It's much, you, it's more personal. You're, they know it's your more kids. more guest work instead of guesswork. Yes. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, because they know your kids' names and they bring them their favorite drink with you know whether it's chocolate milk or a kitty cocktail with with, with ten, eight cherries. Yeah, <laughs> they, with all the cherries that they want in it, and and they so it's it's really nice how that or it's amazing how those little touches make a big difference. Well, you come to expect them, and I think that's the case for a lot of aspects of Disney Cruise Line that you come to expect them, and then you really notice when they're not there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, we actually yes. just covered two. So we covered the shows and rotational dining. Yes. Sharpie. What else do you have? Uh, Disney Cruise Line. One of my favorite things is whether you are a family uh, with older kids, family with, with middle age, like older fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade students, uh, whether you have the little, little tykes coming along, there is something for everyone. Uh, whether you're uh, a couple in your honeymoon, uh, whether you are uh, a young 20 something couple uh, and just are, love Disney and want to experience uh, a Disney cruise, 
there's something for everyone from from the spas to the different activities uh, to all the scheduled activities that the that the ship offers. There's there's just so much for everyone. It, it is uh, an exceptional value for what you get. The quality of the food is tremendous. So if you're looking for that kind of we want to be pampered vacation, Disney Cruise Line is the way to go. Yeah. Because they will pamper you and they will make sure that you get an exceptional value for your money. They just have a, a, a certain pleasantry to them. Um, you know, the, the cast members, they get to know you, not just the wait staff, like Steve was saying, but a lot of people on the ship, whether it's in the, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but the crew... And the staff is incredible. They really are. For me with kids, and I haven't found this on any other cruise line, the kids clubs on Disney Cruise Line are like amazing. They're so far above and beyond what any other cruise line is doing. I mean, and, and your kids get so, like when we took our kids and they were little, like, oh, and we would come get them from Kids Club. I'd be like, oh, what'd you do in Kids Club? And they'd be like, oh, well, Tinkerbell came in and she lost her pixie dust and we had to help find it. So they're like interacting with Disney characters, you know, in a group of five or six kids and having a great time running around. And they're doing all these things that they feel like is just normal. And this doesn't happen at the theme parks. It doesn't happen on any other ship. They get like these amazing experiences and their kids clubs are, you know, they've got like a whole section that looks like Star Wars. They've got a whole section that looks like Andy's playroom and they're, you know, done up to these, you know, Disney theme park standards. And you go on some of these other ships and there's just like an empty room with some tables and chairs and, you know, crate paper. And they, and they, and they have that at, at Disney where they do, you know, they make flubber and slime or they, they have these labs and arts and craft rooms because our kids would come back with tons of drawings and stickers and all kinds of stuff as well. But it's not the only activity. They have so many, there's always something going on. It's included in the price. It's not extra. The hours are reasonable as well. Yeah. And they, and they go to a late time at night where you can actually go and enjoy yourself. You're not having to get charged uh, extra after 10 o'clock or nine o'clock or whatever on some of the, on some, some of the other ships. So I think the kids club is amazing and it's just well done. It's well staffed. Your kids have magic bands. So they know when you walk up, they're like, Oh, your kids over here. They're, they could, they're in this cove. They're in, you know, yeah, the they arts know, and crafts. They area. know exactly where they are. Uh, they have these ridiculously cool hand washing machines. <laughs> they're, they're, their, their, their practices of cleanliness are, unsurpassed yeah they had it right I mean, before that, it was wrong yeah yeah it's like you 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 walk up and you stick your hands down into these cylinders and the the machine washes your hands for you like it's like your hands are going through a, a car wash yes and it even glows in this awesome blue color it's How old just are you? it's so cool i mean it's they make everything <laughs> like washing your hands cool and you put your hands in this little thing and it just does it all for you. And when you go in to get your kids, they make you put your hands in this little thing. It's the coolest thing. And they've been doing that ever since they opened, like Sharpie said. 
But yeah, the kids club, just amazing. And then if you will get, I'm sure we'll get to it later, the private island. But if you go to the private island, they have a kids club on the private island. So the kids are out there playing in this, you know, area where they've got people there to watch them and play games with them and go on treasure hunts with them and all kinds of cool stuff. Lisa, who's next? Okay, so I can go next. Uh, the characters. So a lot of us are very familiar with the Disney characters from Disney World. And Disney characters have gotten super popular. You've got character stalkers. You've got lines. You've got fast pass reservations for characters. And so people, oh, uh, character meals too. And you pay a nice pretty penny for those. And so if you want to see your favorite characters, it's, it's a good effort or it's going to cost you some time or money. And when you're on Disney Cruise Line, it's, it's so different because the characters, of course, have scheduled meet and greet times. And, and I'm basing this on pre-COVID. And uh, so they have the scheduled meet and greet times and very organized. So you'd have in the main lobby, five princesses in five different stations. And you get in one line. And you go to the first princess, you do your meet and greet, your autographs, your pictures, your huggy huggy. And then you go to the next princess. And, and it could be Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy. You know, you don't know who's going to be set up there, but they definitely do it with the princesses. And so you get to see all five of them. It's organized. You wait in line once and you get your fill. And, and so that in itself is wonderful. But then you've got the unplanned meet and greets where they just might come out and start walking around. Um, whether it's Belle or Captain Hook or Smee or it can be anyone. It, it can, yeah. Uh, there was one time that Belle went into the movie theater. There was a, a screening going on. She went in there. Um, that was great. She just kind of like, oh, what's everyone doing in here? Um, I My love favorite Bell experience was we were at the future bookings desk and all of a sudden Bell just walks by with her nose in a book uh, and Jesse was reading a book and Bell stops and talks and says, what are you reading? I, I love that book. And it was like she just went on for 10, 15 minutes just in this, this exchange about books and how wonderful learning is. And it's just like, wow, that, that, that's, that's the real bell. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. We had something similar um, where it was just unexpected with Cinderella, I believe it was. And the girls were young and that, that of course made it even better. And they just spent, she spent time talking and, and engaging and just what a, having a conversation like she's a person. Princesses are people too. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, our, our Peter Pan story where he just scared the heck out of us. He was really playful. We were in the lobby and sitting on uh, a couple of the couches and he just jumps up on the back of the couch like uh, a cat, really. And what you doing? And just being a monkey. It was awesome. So you've got that. You can't plan for it. You can't expect it. But when it happens, you light up. So the character interactions, I think, are superb. They're actually um, 
superior to what you're going to have at Disney World. Disneyland is another story. They have wonderful character interactions, but Cruise is definitely better than World as far as the character interactions. And what else I like about it is the characters have not only holiday-themed costumes, they have the ship-themed costumes. So you're going to see Mickey in a couple of different costumes. He's got his Pirate Knight costume. Um, If you're there for Halloween, they all have Halloween costumes or, you know, in Halloween time. Uh, If you are in Europe and let's say you're on an Alaskan cruise, they've got their, their parkas and their cold weather costumes. Um, same with Norway. It's, it's, it just adds to the whole story and it adds really well. I, I think it's fantastic. All right, Steve, what else do you have? Uh, just a little one. Cause there's so many good ones. So if you're on one of the two bigger ships, what is it? The fantasy and the dream. dream. They have the midship and the fantasy. Yes. They have the midship detective agency. Woohoo. It's ridiculous. So it's just this little tiny game, but I like it's so cool because I love the Muppets. And if you like the Muppets, they have like an interactive game. So if you're at sea one day and you want to do something fun and maybe it's raining outside, so you're trying to do something inside and you, you know, you you don't want to see a movie or or some of the other activities that are going on. So you get these little cards and you get a map at this little station. And then you it's go midship, by the way. Yes. It's, and then you, uh, it takes you all over to the ship. So you get to tour the ship, which is great if you do this on one of your first days, cause you get to figure out where things are on the ship. Um, and then the paintings all around the ship are interactive. Um, so you hold up your little clue card, uh, to these paintings and something happens or you open a secret or you open a safe or you do these different things. Uh, and you get clues to try to figure out who stole something from the from Who the stole Mupp- the puppies or from the Muppet show or or there's a Disney there's a, yeah, there's, a, uh, a Disney. there's a Mickey uh version or there's a Muppet version. Oh I know. Who stole um the props? Yeah, there's some Muppet prop that is missing from uh Fozzie or somebody I can't remember. Well one prop from each person. Ah. From each Muppet. And then you have to figure out who stole them. But it's cool. And it's you know a good hour or so and you go all over the ship and you see other people that are doing it and the kids have fun. But it's just one of those little things um, that you wouldn't even think of that's different. It's one of those Disney differences, I guess. I think that's a lot of fun. I love when the artwork comes to life as you walk past it. Yeah. If you're not even playing the game, a lot of the artwork, yep. when you uh, were waiting for an elevator, if you go up to the artwork, uh, it might come to life and they're animated. A butterfly might fly onto Bambi's nose or... A pirate ship might shoot a cannonball, things like that. Yes. And they go from picture to picture, which is cool. Yeah. I like that. Sharpie, do you have another one? Uh, My favorite, favorite, favorite thing about Disney Cruise Line are the staterooms. Staterooms are larger than industry average. Uh, Another area where Disney pioneered was introducing the split bath. Uh, and almost all Disney Cruise Line staterooms have a split bath. There are a couple categories that do not. Uh, and by a, a split bath, you have uh, a, your shower and tub. And that's another thing that is pretty exclusive on Disney Cruise Line is uh, a bathtub. So if you have kids, you can actually bathe your kids. You don't have to shower them. 
Um, but Disney Cruise Sun has has the, has small bathtubs, uh, but you have a shower and a shower bathtub and sink in one room, and then right next door to that in your stateroom is the toilet and another sink. Uh, so it really allows for flexibility in getting ready. Uh, so that way you don't have to plan out an hour and a half to two hours just for everyone to kind of cycle through the bathroom to get ready for dinner or or in the morning or whenever. Um, the bathroom is flexible. So you have two sinks. You have two separate areas. Uh, well, one person's using the bathroom. The other person can be showering. Uh, and another great thing about cruise lines is you have plenty of hot water. So as a family of five, the last person to shower doesn't always have plenty of hot water. <laughs> Yes. Is that you? <laughs> Sometimes, but well, it doesn't really impact me because I don't take super hot showers. I take like a, a, a very low temperature warm shower just because I, I don't like really, really hot water. Um, but the, especially with the kids, with all three of them bathing uh, or showering in the evening, it the, by the time it gets to the last one, they usually don't have all the hot water they would like. Um and we love to do uh, a stateroom with a veranda because especially like after the kids go to bed at night, you can go out and sit for a while. I love to sit out on the veranda first thing in the morning, watch the sunrise over the ocean. It is spectacular. Nothing is more relaxing. I like to go. I like to get up early, go get coffee, uh, grab some pastries from the buffet and just kind of have a. Uh, a chill out time in the room, but you know, I, I don't know why I've never ordered room service with coffee and stuff in the morning. I just haven't, but that, that perhaps because I like to get up and take a walk in the morning, but yep. I just like to kind of get out and, and see the ship before it gets really busy throughout the day. Uh, but I could just, I just, I love to sit for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, just enjoying the ocean air watching and I, I also love to watch for birds especially if i know we're, we're going to be coming into a port that day uh, i love to watch watch for birds because you know you don't see birds out in the middle of the ocean so you know you're getting close to land um and i also love that you can check out the view from the bridge on your television so if you just want to see what's out in the ocean in front of you i love to look for other ships i like to take a small set of binoculars with me on a cruise kind of keep my eye on the horizon line and see other ships and make things sure. like that it's really awesome gotta make sure there's so, no pirate ships out there yeah you know not so much that but uh but also watching for watching for dolphins watching for whales you never yep. know what you're gonna see yeah steve likes to look for the uh flying fish we see lots of fly every cruise flying fish yeah and, and if you have a veranda We'll just watch the water and he's just watch the top of the water and then yep, they'll jump from the waves. Slide that door open and yep. go hang out. Because like on this cruise, we, we had two staterooms. The kids, all three of the kids were in one stateroom. Oh, Jesse nice. and I were in the other. They were connecting. Um, and the great thing about Disney Cruise Line is you can fold the wall uh, on your veranda between your two staterooms. So you open it up to one really large, large veranda for the two rooms. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's spectacular. Yeah. It's, it's a fantastic way to vacation. I really miss the ocean. I miss, yeah. I miss cruising. Yeah. We, we would do, when we first started, we would go on the cheaper side and we would do the inside state rooms and it was a great cruise. And then, but we would always do deluxe, like Sharpie was saying, the split bathroom. Yeah. Cause the split bathroom is amazing. And then they had the raised beds, which which are which uh, most cruise lines at the time did not have. I don't know if they've so uh, you can put the luggage under there or, or extra things, which is actually nice. Because it's, yeah, because it saves 
so much room. Yeah, it saves a ton of room. And then uh, then we finally got a couple verandas once. And once you do the verandas, it's really nice. Because you, like you said, it's so nice to look at the stars or listen to the waves at night. Um, and then you can see the islands at night when you're leaving them and they're all lit up and you just hear the, you hear the ocean. And then in the morning, the sunrise or the sunset, and then all the different animals. If you might, if you see the birds or the flying fish or whatever, it's, it's pretty cool. I did want to say one thing when Sharpie was talking about the, um, split bathroom, having a, a, sh- a tub shower, it was a tub slash shower, not one of each. So it was. Just want to make sure that was clear. Yeah, you're you're, you're it's like a typical kind of at home tub shower combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. But they're spacious. They're not. They're not super super tiny. Yeah, I that, had that on here. The thing with cruise ships is everything in in the staterooms is, is typically super super tiny. Not a whole lot of storage. Uh, but Disney Cruise Line gives you a, a lot of extra square footage. Large staterooms, uh, plenty of room for storage and drawers and uh, hanging clothes. Uh, the other thing, which is is for me, is is kind of like a complete luxury, and I, I absolutely love it. Uh, is whenever you whenever you board the ship, get your clothes together for the entire week that you're going to wear to dinner. Send them out to be pressed. They'll come back uh, the next the ne- that that night or the next morning. And that way you like you hang yourself in the closet. You don't have to worry about going to iron or are my clothes wrinkly. You just and and it's like a couple bucks at the beginning of the cruise that is totally worth worth the cost. Oh, that's a good tip. Nice. Very good. Yeah, sometimes on the on a cruise if we go through clothes, the other thing that's nice is um they have their own laundry mat, which all, some cruise lines don't have. Like some every the, other deck. Yeah, some some of those other cruise lines at the time did not have coin laundry. So if you wanted to wash your own stuff um, or you run out of t-shirts or whatever, you can do a You little. do run out of clothes faster than you think. You're not going to wear one outfit a day. So yeah, pool and pool and then, yeah. And, and then sweaty out on the deck yeah, and excursions and then yeah. dinner. So you, yeah. you go through a couple a day. Yeah. Um, okay. So a couple of comments on the room. Or actually, I'm going to start with a question. So Sharpie, having a family of five, have you ever done one of the family size staterooms? This this was our our only cruise so far as a family, oh. um, and we we just we just did the two staterooms because it's so much easier with a family of five uh, having two two completely separate bathroom areas. I agree. So yeah, four sinks. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 very true. It was almost a a a a, a sink per person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is mine. Um, well, what comes with that is each person, like Steve, usually will take, like he'll set up his toiletries and all his stuff in the shower bathroom, and then somehow all three of us end up in the other one. Oh, I don't know. Mm. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, um, but we've <laughs> often done the two cheaper staterooms um, just to have two connecting to have the space. So I kind of value space a little more than balcony. Um, but sometimes you can just for a couple hundred dollars more, you can get that balcony or the veranda. And uh, yeah, but I am definitely a space girl. I would sooner do an ocean view family size stateroom than 
a veranda normal, a deluxe veranda. I like the space. And another thing that I like about Disney, and I realized this after going on a recent cruise, is that Disney does utilize all the space that's available, whether it's having an ottoman that you can store things in or all the drawers. They put stuff around the shelves, around the mirrors. They utilize all the space. And having been on another cruise line, another cruise line, I kept thinking, well, they should have put shelves here or they could have put a cabinet here or something, you know, a hook for sweaters, something. Just that much more convenient. You do notice it when it's not there. Yeah. When you're living out of your suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you're like pulling the suitcase out of the bed. You're like, Boy, there's not a lot of storage in this cruise. Yeah. So they've done that right. Um, who's up? And the other thing yes. is uh, the shelving typically will have rail on it. So that way when, when the ship is, is rocking or anything like that, or you have a little bit of rough seas, you don't have to worry about stuff flying off the shelves. No. Yeah. No. Which is good. I've definitely <laughs> been on a few. Unless you're in New England. <laughs> yeah. I've been on a few. I've been on at least one that was really rough where none of that mattered. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's only so much you can do. There's only okay. so much you can do in a hurricane when you're on the tail end of a hurricane. Uh, although you guys really hit that one, didn't you? It was awesome. It was actually made for great stories, and it's good memories. As uh, man, that ship was moving. <laughs> it was it was pretty good, uh, and that was my first yeah my first trip up to Maine and New England and all that up there. You go to Bahaba. Yeah. So now I've done that before I, before I got older, not, not my favorite uh, itinerary for kids and not a, definitely not a tropical uh, itinerary like the Caribbean. So, but if, um, if that's your thing and a lot of lobster and tides and lighthouses, um, which was okay. I'm glad I did it, but um, not my favorite itinerary. All the other Disney or all the other cruise itineraries are much better. So, well, well, and you got to go out of New York. I've got to sail out of New York and see the Statue of Liberty for the first time. So that was cool. Yeah, because we sailed out of New York twice because we sailed out to do the um, uh, the Canadian Maritime Province cruise with Disney several years ago yeah. uh, before we had kids. And then, then this cruise was in November. We sailed out. Um, uh, the, and it, it was not a closed loop cruise. So we left New York and arrived in, uh, Puerto Rico and then we flew home or flew back to Baltimore from Puerto Rico. So nice. we had, had one port of call and that was, uh, Antigua. Antigua. So a lot of cruise ship time. <laughs> oh yeah. It was a, a lot of. Uh, a lot of at sea days, which for, for a kid's crew, for the kid's first cruise, they loved it because they, they got to do the kids clubs and everything. Yeah. So kids clubs, swimming pools, slides, movies, crafts, events. Yeah. They, um, you, uh, enjoy, I enjoy the ship days. I like days at sea. Yeah. The, the sea days are awesome. The um, only thing is we wish that there had been a, uh, castaway key. We wish there had been a stop at Castaway Key. Yeah. That is a good story. Okay. So, Sharpie, do you have anything else on your list? There's so much. There's so much. I have more. 
Well, go ahead. Okay, so this is a minuscule one, but it stands out. You get first-run Disney movies at sea. So if, if there's a new Marvel movie that comes out or a new Disney or Pixar movie and it comes out on Friday night and, and you're there on Friday night, um, you get to see it. You get to see it for yep. free yep, at, midnight. at the same time that the world gets to see it. Yeah. And you can see it in 3D. So yeah, they do have the 3D functionality. Have, so we saw Tangled. We did. Uh, the night it came, and they have the merchandise too, of course. So they have the Tangled dolls after the movie in the in the store. They have, and then we saw it in 3D in the big theater. And then, of course, it'll play uh, for the rest of your cruise. And then we've seen, we saw something else. We saw Dumbo. Oh, we did see Dumbo in the live. Um, yeah, and we saw another animated something. Trolls. Or, no, not Trolls. Uh, no, the uh, Nomeo and Juliet. Oh, yeah, I remember that, that one. Was the, that was the cruise that you and I were on, I think. Yep, I remember that. Nomeo, that was good. Yeah, so there's so that is cool. Yeah, and you're seeing it. Movies. You're seeing it before anybody else. I have to say my, I loved Remy and um, Paolo. So these are the, the only two restaurants um. And Paolo's on all four ships. Remy's on the two larger ships. Uh, and it's a, and they're the only two that aren't included. It's like other cruise lines, it seems like everything's not included in dining. Uh, and you have to pay up to get decent food. Um, the food on Disney Cruise Lines are already amazing. And then if you want a really special extra night, I think it's, I can't even remember now because everything goes up. It's either 30 or 35 a person now. for. It might even be 50. For, um, I'll check it. For uh, Apollo. But if you like uh, great pastas, nice oh, steak, nice filet, yeah, the steak is amazing. The, uh, the, ch- the chocolate souffle dessert is, oh my gosh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, the we did the Apollo brunch and that oh, was the brunch spectacular. Is- it was spectacular. The, the brunch is amazing because they take you on this little tour when you walk over there and it's like, and here's this and this and Everything's so artfully done and displayed and they have, you're like, oh my gosh, the brunch is beyond amazing. It's been so long since I've been Because you get to order an entree off the menu. Yep. You get to sample everything from the buffet, all the desserts, all the pastry. Yeah. It's, it's, it's purely <laughs> decadent. That's all yeah. I can say. It's, they're so good. Okay. So Palo dinner is $40 a person plus gratuity. Okay. Yeah, it's worth it. It's so worth it. Because I've been to other things where I've paid for just all my meals at these different restaurants. And it's just, it's not, it's nowhere near the level. I haven't been to one yet where I've like, oh, wow, this is really amazing. But Palo every time. And then Remy I've done once. And if you were into that, it's it's good. If you like really unique Victorian Alberts type of stuff from uh, from the Grand Floridian with lots of intricate meals and appetizers and palate cleansers and everything and very fancy desserts and 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 everything um, and you're adventurous then it's worth doing and it's I don't even know anymore a hundred and something um, Remy for brunch is 75. And dinner is now one twenty five. One twenty five per person for, and yeah. that is without without the yeah the any wine kind of wine yeah the wine things are, 
I'm or uh, definitely expensive, um, but so good. I Apollo is a must do. Remy's if you really want something unique, and I do Remy. Oh, so good. Because Paolo is more of an Italian or kind yeah. of Tuscan menu. Yeah, they give you an uh, antipasto. Where is more of a French. Yeah, they give you an antipasto at Paolo uh, to start. They've got like a lobster ravioli or something that's really good. Yeah, Remy is more of a haute cuisine. Yes. Kind of place. It's it's very, very very high high uh, touch on on the meals. Uh, lot lots of preparation and lots of finessing of ingredients and garnishes and all that yeah. kind of presentation. Stuff. You get some key. of that at Apollo, but not, not at the level that you get at Remy. Yes. So Remy, they had when I went and it had first opened, and this has probably changed since then. But they had an American menu that was created by the chef from Victorian Alberts, and then they had a European menu. That was created uh, by one of the chefs over at Disneyland uh, Paris. And so we decided to get, we, and it's, you know, you get everything, you know, in that, that's on there. It's a set menu. Yeah. So we said, well, one of us will get one and one of us will get the other. And we'll just, we'll, we'll try the different items from both menus and we'll just share. So we got the French menu and the Victorian Alberts designed menu. And it was it was very good, but I don't think Lisa enjoyed it. Yeah, it was more Steve's feed. <laughs> so, I may have gotten a corn dog after that. So it's definitely, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you if you like, wait, like, wait, the corn dog was in the style of the cart in the Anaheim location of Disney, mm. prepared by that chef. Yes. So if you if you if you like um I, you know I don't know regional cuisine pate and you like uh escargot and uh caviar caviar, caviar on things little things of caviar and really weird unique different things uh and then you'll you'll enjoy it if you cheesy things and like cheese foam yes <laughs> I don't know and I don't know, you know, this is so long ago, you know, the trends of all that changes constantly. So I don't know what, what they have now. And they, uh, so I'm sure it's definitely changed, but it was, it was phenomenal. Um, but if that is not your thing, then no, yeah, you, then you're not going to like it. <laughs> At least this was the least. I love the service. Oh, the service. And they tried. The service was so over the top. <laughs> the serve. There was a guy. I still remember that guy. There was a waiter, and then there was a guy who just came out to announce your food every time. Every time he would come out and he would tell you, like, how it was going to dance in your mouth. He had this whole thing, it was like so elegantly put together about, and he had his accent, and he would just tell you about how this is the most amazing thing you ever experienced, and it'll just dance in your mouth and your taste buds, but it'll be like a party. And then he just goes into this whole thing, every, every single dish. And there were so many, <laughs> he would have this elaborate thing he would go into every time. Well, so yeah. Did the there, party ever come to your mouth, Steve? It, it was there. Yes. <laughs> it, was, whoop, whoop. <laughs> it was, um, yeah. And every time I'd be like, oh my gosh, how, in, how is he going to describe this dish? That was part of the fun. Yeah. It was like a thesaurus of, uh. Of Expletive. the yes, it was great. 
So that was pretty funny. And they have a little purse. They have a stool for your purse. I'm sorry. Yes, a stool for your purse when you come up for, yes. the, for the ladies. Well, and they gave you one for your camera. Oh, they did. They gave me a purse stool for my camera that I brought. So that it doesn't have to touch the ground. It was, uh, yes, definitely over okay. the top. Okay. We're, we're <laughs> moving on. But those are, they're amazing. Those two restaurants. At least do Palo. At least it go Palo, out of your comfort. I can get behind. Lisa loves Palo. Go out of your comfort zone if you're not into that and go to Palo. You'll enjoy oh, Palo. Should I give them a tip? Sure. Okay. So if you are going to go to Palo, um, if you get one of the first reservations of the night, you are fairly certain to get a window table and the sunset can't be beat. Um, well, it, it can be if you're on the wrong side of the ship <laughs> or heading in the wrong direction. <laughs> but um, if, if the planets align, uh, it's, it's a wonderful sunset and very nice. Yeah, we had a table with the sunset when we were there last time. Yeah. Because we had an early booking. Yeah. Um, and then in Norway, I think we had one. Well, because we still like to see the shows. And we're not late eaters. So yeah. it just kind of, that, that's just us. It works. Um, okay, so I do have a couple more. Um, no one said anything about fireworks at sea. Oh, that's the best, too. You can actually watch a fireworks show at sea. And it goes along with this whole story and the production. And so it's not just let's go out on deck and watch fireworks. It's a part of a show. And that's pretty awesome. Get there early. You have to get there early if you want to, um, to be able to see the show that they do. So that's a, that's a must. Um, well, and then it's, it's with Pirate Night. Yeah, and, and that leads me into my next thing, which is themed parties. So you're going to have Pirate Night, but then you'll also have, um, during the different holidays, you'll have themed parties around Halloween, and they'll have a bash. Um, they'll do things specific for the time of year, which is nice. Yeah, and these are all outside. Uh, they've got a giant stage production, large screen, lights, pyrotechnics. And then after Pirate Night, they have a midnight buffet. Oh, gosh. So go. if you're hungry, you can go. We're uh, all zonked out in the room and Steve's like, come on, they've got the buffet. Yeah. So if you didn't want to buy, <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to want to buy one of those turkey legs at, at the Magic Kingdom, you can just go get one at the midnight buffet. Yeah. They have turkey legs. They have uh, Mickey Mouse ice cream bars. Yeah. They've got a ton of stuff. Yeah. I don't know how things with COVID are going to work with buffets. I'm assuming they'll still all be there. They'll just be serving you um, the food and then passing you the plate. So I, I'm, I'm sure uh, we've got changes coming to all of that that everybody's working through. But, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty spectacular. I think the buffets will simply be, like you're saying, just someone there to serve you. Castaway Key, Sharpie, what's your favorite stuff on Castaway Key? Oh, my favorite thing on Castaway Key is definitely the adult beach. Oh, see, I so never, serene. Uh -oh. It's so peaceful. The water is so clear, so warm, truly magical. Yeah, and you've got your own uh, cooks or cookies too, or whatever place over there to eat. Well, and they serve steak over there. Yeah, these are all the inside things that nobody knows. Yeah, no one. They don't publicize that. You just have to come to Mouse Chat for that kind of info. 
I've walked. Did I walk over there last time? I think I. It's not that far. Yeah, I walked, and you walk down the airstrip, and you, it's over there on the, on the left is where the food is. Yeah, the private island is is really nice, and during the holidays, it's it's adorable because it's like a winter wonderland in a tropical paradise, and they've got snowmen set up, and the they have these little buses like trams that'll drive you around. Uh, if you don't want to walk around the island and they're all dressed up with to be look, the trams look like giant reindeer. Uh, oh my got, gosh. That, yeah. It's so much fun. And they've got Christmas trees and it's just done up to be like a tropical paradise with the Christmas spirit. So it's, it's definitely a nice getaway. And then I think they did cause they're now, they announced uh, three new ships. New ship. Uh, a while. The first Contracted. one comes out. Yeah, that comes out, and the first one's twenty twenty three. So we've still got a while. Um, and I think they got another yeah, island. Ships might be sailing by then. Yes, and I think they have an island, a new island, uh, to support those new ships. So it'll and be so interesting. That was considerate. That was. They could have just said we're going to make the schedule work, and you know just cram everyone on the island, but they didn't. They're going to make it work otherwise. Yeah, so it'll be nice to see what they do uh, when they open up their new private island as well. But people love just going there because you, there's no hassle. You just get off. There's uh, You don't have to tender in. You, you don't have to take a boat in. You just get off on the dock. You uh, It's easy. And uh, there's, you know, plenty of beach chairs and activities and food and it's all included. So you just, your kids can eat what they want, drink what they want, get a ice cream cone at the self-serve ice cream things and, and just enjoy themselves. Well, that kind of leads me to another thing that I'm surprised no one mentioned, and it's not a big selling feature, but at the same time, it kind of is. Um, sodas are free. They're free. And on hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Coffee. Milk. Yeah. So you've got all kinds. Yeah. You've got all this stuff that you would normally pay for in a beverage package on another cruise line that they're going to include at no additional cost, no limitations. Um, But I guess for some people, the flip side of that is Disney doesn't do an adult beverage package at all, do they? I do not think so. I don't think they do an adult beverage package. So. The, yeah, the, 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 you can, yeah, the, you can do wine and beer. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I'm two out of but, the... But like your, your, like mixed drinks and stuff are, like they have a, they have a, a, a drink of the day that you can get for a great price. Oh, that's good. Oh, that mixology class. Oh my gosh. We didn't even... Oh, it, we, did it, so... we did it on our November cruise and it was, oh, it's, so, it's so much fun, but it is <laughs> a lot of alcohol. It's so much alcohol. We did it on a... Disney travel agent cruise where they took us and they, they had us all go when Disney took us to one and all of us were there and there was so much alcohol. It was ridiculous. I didn't, I just barely drank any of my drinks and then there were just drinks on all the tables. There were just piles and and piles of drinks everywhere. (laughs) There's so much alcohol. It's amazing. So yeah, just if you want, if, if you, or looking for a buzz. And and if you want to try, I don't even know how many drinks, at least five drinks or more. Uh, they just kept coming. <laughs> it's just like one full drink after another. Oh my gosh. 
but it was a good time. It's definitely a fun time if you're there with a group. Well, and speaking of a fun time, I love the entertainment, the games, the trivia. I love that on the ships. Yeah, they definitely do a very good job. The people running those games are lively, entertaining, know people's names, fun. Um, uh, they definitely have been cast in the right role for, to run those games. And then they have a good variety. And there's always something going on on the, on, on the uh, schedule, on the compass. Uh, one thing that is, is commonly overlooked on mm -hmm. Castaway Key is uh, they have an afternoon drink special. Wow. Um, and you can get two for one drinks. Usually they start around two o'clock, two o'clock, two fifteen or so, uh, and it lasts about an hour. But you can get two for one drinks. Oh, well, that's good to know. Yeah, see, I, I, I might get a pina colada here or there, and that might be it for me on my cruise. So I'll have to look. Yeah, at they that. offer a beer mug that's refillable. Um, huh? And then they offer wine packages as well. So. That is cool. But that the wine package is for dinner, right? That is correct. Okay. Yep. Uh, and that's by the bottle. That is correct. Okay. That I vaguely remember. I remember getting a wine package and having a different bottle of wine every night at some, maybe that was on a different cruise line. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been when you were sailing with Sharpie. I remember we were, well, we were with a group of agents. It was on an eight. It was, and they bought they bought us uh, the cruise line. Got it for us or something. I can't remember. So we had some ridiculous amount of wine. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, man, I miss cruising now. See, I knew this would happen. Well, the fun party. We didn't even get into the fun excursions and all the islands and and it's if you want to experience things with your kids, but you don't want to try to plan everything out and have to deal with foreign languages and flying and hotels and all of everything that comes with travel. Um, and then going to a country where your kids don't know what to eat. The ship has everything just like at home. And if your kids don't eat it, the waiter will go and get you six other things that your kids will try. And so, and you're not paying for that every time, like at, on a normal vacation, it's all included. So you have this kind of safe place um, cause we did a Europe, a Disney cruise, uh, in Norway. And it was nice because, you know, if the kids didn't eat the, the Norwegian food, wherever we the were, they, on the ship, they had whatever they would want. And so they had this place where the, everybody spoke English and they had fun activities, but then we also got to go experience a different culture and go to really cool things. And they got to experience that as well. And we didn't have to worry about cabs and hotels and moving luggage and getting lost in translation. So that was nice. So it's the same thing. Even just going from island to island, it's fun to uh, go to the different islands and see how people live and relax on a beach and enjoy some warm, sunny weather during the uh, cold, miserable winter months. <laughs> so it is definitely fun. So hopefully they will start up again soon and we will be out there cruising again soon. Was there any, I'm sure there's so many other things with Disney Cruise Line, but is, is that, are we going to wrap it up? 
my list is actually done, but I I tr- I was supposed to write down five things, and I think I wrote down like eight. So, um, I know there are other things that are fantastic. Plenty of elevators, which is good. Yeah, it's amazing how you uh, <laughs> the things you. Well, there's three sets. When you've been on a bunch of different cruise lines, you start to realize the differences very quickly. Um, and and it really helps you realize the value. Yes. Because a lot of people look at the sticker price of a Disney cruise and see that you could do a longer cruise with a, with a different cruise line or an upgraded category. But everything that's included and the class of service that you receive, uh, I, I mean, it, it's the value really is built into the cruise uh, if you kind of break it down on, on what you're experiencing. Yeah. I would agree. And you, uh, when you first just look at the prices, you don't realize. Steve, you forgot the most important, your most favorite thing on the ship. The coffee? Well, I, Cove I'm, Cafe. I'm surprised you didn't talk about Cove Cafe, but. The Cove Cafe is awesome. What else do you love? Besides the Cove Cafe? I don't remember. <laughs> Unlimited, all you can eat. The ice creams? Uh-huh. They're so good. So much ice cream. Well, it's like the soft serve, but it's good soft serve. And they have the little cones, those little like cake cones. And and they have a good, they have this awesome strawberry that you can get mixed with a banana, the strawberry banana. And it's comes and it comes out looking perfect. It's like the perfect photographed ice cream cone. It's been his phone screensaver for years. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> and me just and with the ocean in the background. It's also one of the the it's not on there now or but um but uh it's also one of these um cruise lines where you can actually see the ocean. Like when you're at the pool or whatever you can look out and see a lot of cruise lines are so big now that you can be on the cruise the entire time and not even know that you can how to get out or when you're on the top deck, you, all you see is the sky and the, and the pool. You don't even really see the ocean. It's, it's hard. Like deck four on Disney Cruise Line, you can walk around and, the, and you can see the ocean. The and, deck. Yeah, and it goes all the way around the ship. And on other cruise lines, you, it's almost impossible to even find that deck and, and realize that, you can, that you're not in a shopping mall for seven days. So I like seeing the stars at night and feeling the wind and hearing the ocean and just kind of relaxing and being out at sea. And sometimes on some of the other ships, you, you're just in the casino and the shopping mall and, and whatever, and you don't even know that you're experiencing a, a cruise. So. Okay. Uh, so if you want to do a Disney cruise, get with Sharpie or Lauren. They can get you set up. Not necessarily today. Yeah. And, um, no rush. Hopefully, uh, and they have theme cruises with Star Wars and Marvel characters. And I'm sure they will have some amazing cruise specials. I would assume they will do some shorter cruises, uh, to their private island. And the other cruise lines will do the same to get things started. Um, and then as the other Caribbean islands start opening up and things get back to normal uh they will have the itineraries coming out again but uh so much fun and with that i'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show 
I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions, go ahead and send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening, and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.